Yesterday's shir, we discussed the machloikas between the Chesam Soifer and the Taz, and the Tzitz Eliezer takes the side of the Chesam Soifer and explains that even the Taz had agreed to that, really, that the money of Meiser should not be used for a mitzvah that the money will not wind up going to poor people, to Aniyan. If you have a mitzvah, for example, where you buy a, an aliyah in shul, but the money is going to be used to support poor people, then you're allowed to use that money as long as you had intended to use it at the time you made your pledge. Once you make your pledge, we said there's a different shayla, that's already considered like a nether, and you cannot use your maizah money to pay up an obligation. Rather, you first have to have in mind that you're going to use the Meister money, and then make the pledge with the understanding you're going to use the Meister money. But once you make the pledge without having that in mind, you're going to be stuck and you can't use the Meister. If the pledge was not an obligation yet, in other words, on the side that you could, so we said that that's the Machlekes, if you can use it, if it's not going to go to Aniyam at the end of the day, so the Chavaz Chaim and Abbas Chesed brings down both opinions. If at the end of the day the money has to go to the poor people or not, the Nafkamina will be, let's say, to be to pay for a wedding that the person that the Chassan or Kalim not necessarily poor, but it's a mitzvah, or to to pay for a bris or to buy svarim, something like that. So if the person is allowed to do that or not, the Chavaz Chaim does not issue a definitive ruling on the shaila, and therefore a person. If he's able to, should definitely try to be machmer. However, if he does not, he's not able to, for example, when it comes to svarim, many times people cannot afford it, so many people are makel on the shail. Again, it's not the optimum, it's not the best. However, it's, it's an, it is a mahalach, it is one of the ways that people use if they need to do that. We mentioned yesterday that a person should try not to use more than a third of his money for that, uh, for the svarim. Now, in today's shi, we're going to discuss similar shilas that are connected to this. So the, we begin with the shiloh, which is discussed by Rabbi Yaakov Bloy in the Sefer Tzedakah Mishpat, one of the most amazing svarim on the halachas of Meiser. It's good idea that every person should buy the Sefer. And he writes in Parag Vav, Sif Yudalad, in the footnotes, it's the end of footnote, Lamed Gimel, and he has a shiloh. Let's say a person, he knows you're not supposed to use Meiser according to some opinions for a mitzvah, so he's not going to buy um, the the Esrig from the money of Meiser because you're not supposed to use, I'm sorry, you're not supposed to use Meiser for something that you're obligated in, so he's not going to buy the money, uh, the Esrig itself with money of Meiser because he has a Chiv to, to buy Dalad Minim. However, Let's say he wants to the He wants to add more money and buy a nicer esrog. He wants to have a esrog mahodr. So he wants to make a mahadran. He wants that his esrog should be esrog mahodr. Now, obviously, he could be yaitza with a, a lesser quality esrog. So, therefore, if you go with the shitas that allow, namely the Pashup Shad and the Taz, and, and most importantly the Beragayla, which is clear that you could use your money L'Tzorech mitzvah as long as it's not an obligation, even if the money does not wind up going to Anin. So according to that opinion, we have a Shaila here, could you use um, your money for the Hidr? 
So what would be the reason not to? L'chayra, if the obligation could be, could be taken care of by a, by a basic asterisk, why would you not be allowed to? So he says like this. He says, L'chur near the shaper dummy. You're allowed to do that. Why? Like we said, there's no chiyuv to have a fancier asterisk. It's a, it's a hidden mitzvah, but it's not a chiyuv like the mitzvah itself. However, the Maramshik holds that if it's a sephis hidur, there would be an isha. What would be the tzad to aser? The tzad is because the maisa hidur mitzvah is also a mitzvah. And therefore, you, if you want to be someone who makes a hidur mitzvah, then that's your mitzvah, so you would not be able to use the maiser for the for that hidur mitzvah. That's the opinion of the Maramshik. So we have a machlaikas if you could use the money for the hidr, the money, the money of Maisa to make to get a fancier esrik. The Mishkan brings down a tad like the people who hold that it is permitted. is one of the most important svarim. They gave to, and especially in Chayshim Mishra, but here he happens to be quoting from Melchus Sadaka. Since a person has a chiv to be moist of a shlish for hidr mitzvah, that would be considered a dover shabachayva, which goes then back into the category that you can't use maister on a dover shabachayva. For example, if someone has a ready kosher tefillin, however, the right to but he wants to buy. Better tefillin. In other words, it, right now he already has tefillin, so he has an option to either to continue wearing these tefillin, or he, if you know if he uses his maaser money, he can buy fancier tefillin. So, so that's not going to rub enichay bekach. He's not mechuyev um, to use regular money. Rather, he can use vayfenzem motolikach mimaes maaser. Let's continue the Shiloh on the next page. Maisha discusses. Another very interesting shadow which comes up many times, not necessarily the format that it came up over here, but the but the essence of the shadow comes up many times, and that's the shadow about um, when they, you go to a dinner, eating by a dinner, let's say a function of a school or a shul or whatever, so they make a dinner and they charge you, let's say, $150 or $50, whatever the, the level of how fancy the dinner is, so are you allowed to use nicer money for that, um, for the admission to go into the dinner. Do we say that Lamaisa, you're, you, I mean, you're buying yourself supper, right? You need to eat supper anyway. On the other hand, the money is going to benefit the Maisa, so maybe I should be able to use this money for uh, a Maisa because it's like, it's like, um, it's like Tzedakah, because I'm giving money to the, to the Maisa, so therefore, I would be able to. The halacha we all know, I mean, at least most people have heard already the Shiloh at some point, is that for the essential meal that he would have had to eat at home anyway, whatever he would eat for the cost of his supper, that he should not take for mice or money. However, the the fancier level, in other words, the, the, the better, the higher quality food that he's been given here, that already he has the right to use maaser money if he feels obligated to attend this dinner. If he's eating here because he also wants to eat this fancier food, again, 
then that probably would not be allowed to. So Ramayisha was talking about where someone felt a pressure, the staff members felt a pressure for this yeshiva to come to the, to the school dinner, and he wanted to know, he asked Ramayisha if he's allowed to use his master money to pay for the dinner. So it's good to just speak out how the Shiloh was presented because it, it is a slight variation from the standard Shiloh. The Shiloh was that apparently there was a pressure on these rebellion that they had to attend. Now, obviously every person in the Maishas would feel an obligation. So Maishas speaks to that in the second paragraph. He says, No one holds, no one actually thought that there's a contractual obligation that the teacher should show up at the dinner. It's it's a it's it's a consensual thing. It, we understand. We work for a meiser, so we both consent that we try to do what's best for the meiser. But of course, you can't you can't force a person to to attend this dinner. So in a certain way, he he has um, he has a feeling of pressure. But you could also look at it that lemaisa he's not chayev to attend. So the meiser says um, then Sir Maja talks about it if, a, if, if, he has, if there's a chir or not but then at the end he ends off like this he says I will give you an etzah you shouldn't sit and argue about a silly little thing like this 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 is not a big such a big deal to show up for one night eat, eat by the dinner show some support to the mysid which by the way is is the proper thing to do a person shouldn't try to always um, only think about himself like the mechaber says in hilchas aveda if a person always thinks only about their schedule and this and that then and if it's hurting someone else very badly then then eventually they could come on to a situation that they'll become achzorim. So a person does have to know that when someone really it means something to somebody, they they shouldn't just go with a strict letter of the law and say, "Oh, this is well, this is Allah, I don't have to." So Moshe is saying this over here that it's not it's not kedai to be machmer on such a thing. And then he says, "We kashal of fun of Yisraelim ha'Yisraelim ashahoy la'achil mi'beisoy mi'meitzokas shaloy mikasev ha'meiser." And if it's hard for him to afford the dinner, so let him use meiser money. Whatever he would have spent at home, that he should use regular money. And the, the extra, the excess for the fancier dinner, he should use meiser money. This is the proper thing to do. Which is work, they're working for the Torah Yeshiva, and not to be, um, not to be, be difficult and not show up. Rather, he should use this eitzah and uh, deduct the the benefit, the extra from his meiser cheshbon. Uh, now we move on to the beginning of a whole other discussion which is directly connected to this, but it's, it's almost a world in and of itself. And that's the Shiloh of supporting children for Maeser money. So, we start with Halacha in Ebena Ezer in Hilchus Ksubis, which is one of the Halachas that are connected to a person's obligations as a father. When he's, when he has a ma- in, in a marriage, he has a chiyuv to his wife, chiyuv to his children. So, believe it or not, there's actually halach and shulchan aruch that a person has to support his children. Which is, 
A person has to feed his sons and his daughters until they're six years old, even if they have their own bank account. Where there's money that came from uh, the the mother, let's say they were <coughs> the mother had a Yerusha somehow came through that. After that, it's only if, if he doesn't want to support them properly, we scream at him. And we embarrass him in public. We actually announce This person is a cruel person. He's even worse than a, than a, a tummy bird. That he at least feeds his own kids. However, we cannot actually force him to feed them. We could just we could sort of apply psychological pressure on him, but not actually force him. That's because he might not have the the finances, the wherewithal to do it. However, if he has money, he is wealthy. Uh, then we actually go and take the money away from him and we feed the best and take the money and feed his children from that money. So a parent has an obligation to feed their children technically until the age of six. However, after that, it's only sort of a kind of tzedakah to relatives. And to the point that um, we'll actually try to apply pressure. If he can't afford it, he should. We apply pressure that he should figure out a way how to get money. And if he has the money, we can go. We'll actually go and take it away. Now, therefore, the question now is: If above six years old is not meikar hadin, it's just a, a side a separate takanasachamim. So, what is the status as far as using meiser money? What is the status as far as using maizah money to support children over the age of six, even if the parents could afford to do it to do with regular money? Because the maizah is a begeder tzedakah that he has a right to feed them. So we spoke at a taz earlier in the, the first year of the week. The taz was talking about banavaktanim, so that we know you can't. Now we're talking about a little older than banavaktanim, where the question is, already over six years old, if he's allowed to use maizah. So, the Shiloh goes like this. Let's look inside the Lashon here. We'll read a piece of the Barahetav in the middle of Ice Bays. The Barahetav says, so he says, You're allowed to use Maeser money. So the opinion of, the, of this, the Shach, he's quoting a Shach, the opinion of the Shach is that you are allowed to use Maeser money to pay for this, uh, for the support of these children. Ramesha famously comes along and he adds uh, a, a, lot, a lot more years to the chi of me'ikar adin that a person has to uh, support his children. Ramesha proves, going through different different shittas over here, Ramesha basically comes out that since 
the minig today is that everyone supports their kids until they get married. It's considered an obligation on every father to support their kids. There's no such thing as just letting your kids after a certain age start wandering the street and fending for themselves or finding themselves a job as an apprentice or a blacksmith or a tailor. That we don't have anymore. So therefore, the right thing is everyone, and this is what everyone does, is they support their kids until they get married. So says Ramesha, therefore, it's an obligation. And once it's an obligation, we're back into the category that you're not allowed to use your or money for an obligation. So Ramesha pulls out the rug from under this heter. According to Ramesha, you would not be allowed to use or money for the, the, the children until they get married. And it would extend technically as long as they live at home and they're not able to support themselves. Obviously, once they reach the age where they're able to support themselves already, it's possible that we could, there might be some wiggle room for a hetter, which I recall seeing one time. So let's read Ramesha inside. I'm not sure what your shaila is, says Ramesha. Let's skip to, sorry, to the next paragraph on the top of the next comment. The source of this, of this halacha of supporting the children is we, you have to give, a person has to give his wife, Medin Mezaynis, to support his wife, and he gives her extra food to be able to feed the kids that are with her all the time. Same thing for guests. They should have a few dollars for the guests. And he says the reason why we have to give a lady food for her children as well is because she's going to give away her own food. And since you have to support your wife, you can't put her in a situation where she's going to have to give away her own food and be left without food. Therefore, the husband has a chiv to give her enough to, for herself and to someone who she would always give to. Just like, she, like, just like the Gemara says, you give, a person has to give his wife a few, extra, a few extra dollars to buy some food for periodic visitors or guests, which is also embarrassing if a lady doesn't have what to put out. So the same concept applies to the children that are with her that she's going to feel embarrassed or feel pressure so she's going to give it to them and she's not going to have anything left for herself. So now let's skip to the bottom of the Amr. Once the husband agrees that this, these children are allowed to live in the house, which is the custom today, and he also knows that he has to support his wife. His wife is not just till the age of six. His wife, obviously, is his whole life. So therefore, he has to support her all the time. And therefore, as long as the kids are going to be around her with his consent, which is what how it is today, for sure, is therefore, so it automatically built in is going to be a chiv to give his wife extra money to be able to feed those kids. As long as they can't support themselves, like the round says, they're no worse than periodic visitors visiting the house. The father is the one that put the kids at home with with his wife. He can't tell his wife not to feed the kids. 
וכן ברוי בני אוזן בזמן הזה, ובפרט מדינותינו שדורם כולם יחד, today where most people are living together in the house as a family, חייב אבא מזוינס בונם, the father has to give food to his children, ובנוסף, his sons and daughters, אף הגדולים מתהלכים בזוינס שלו, עד שיהיו כפי הדרך שהולכים להרוויח. ובני משפחתו, בני משפחתו, אין הולכים להרוויח עד נשואיהם, אז מדין, אם הבן ירדת, אם חיים זה נסיים, כל זמן שדורם ימיים יחד. As long as they're living in the house, till they get married, he has to support them. וממילא אין יוכל לוזן, לוזיינו מכסף המייסר שהוא כחויב, שאין יוכל לפריה מהמייסר, ודינו דאשך בזמן הזה, ובפרט מדינתנו דף כשהם גדולים כל כך, שהדרך שלי יוכל להרוויח, לפרנוסת עצמו. So Moshe is very very clear that you cannot use מייסר to support these children over that age.